You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Let's talk tax. It is an election year. That means a number of key policies are coming under the spotlight. All the usual suspects, health, law and order, welfare and tax. A newsroom article has proposed a fairer tax system that would, the author posits, bridge the gap between the haves and the have-nots. Inequality is the enemy of society. It's fine if we're all poor, fine if we're all rich. Where you run into problems are where you have a divide between those who don't have and those who do. At the moment, according to the newsroom article, our ta- well, it does, at the moment our tax system depends heavily on income and consumption. So GST grabs us with consumption, PAYE and business income tax gets the tax there. Wealth as such is not taxed apart from rates. The author argues that by leaving wealth and capital gains untaxed, the government has less funding than it should have to spend on the common good. New Zealand spends about 30% of GDP annually. A number of Scandinavian countries who top the polls in just about every kind of happiness survey and well-being survey spend more than 40%. And that, the author says, provides their citizens with better public services and lower levels of health and social problems. More than a dozen European countries used to have wealth taxes, but nearly all of these countries have repealed them. Austria, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Iceland, Ireland, Italy, the Netherlands, Luxembourg and Sweden have all repealed the wealth tax. Wealth taxes survive only in Norway, Spain and Switzerland. So Norway levies a net wealth tax of 0.95% on individuals' wealth stocks exceeding 1.7 million, which equates to 180,000 euro, which isn't, you know, you would argue, obscene wealth. I can understand why some of these formerly feudal countries, countries that had dynasties, countries that had families that had amassed fortunes, and squandered a few fortunes too, I imagine, over centuries, would have a wealth tax. But then as individuals each have a chance to make it on their own, you didn't need a family name or family wealth behind you to make a fortune. Perhaps that's the reason why, partly, the wealth tax was repealed. Another reason is it's bloody hard to administer because you've got crafty accountants who will hide as much as they can and then it becomes a game between the government and rich people's accountants. So having a simple tax system makes it cleaner and makes it more more suitable for people to adhere to. So wealth is in the spotlight. New Zealanders would pay up to almost 6,000 less tax a year if tax brackets had been adjusted with inflation, and we've talked about that before. The cost of living has risen at a pace not seen in three decades, Wages are also rising quickly because there simply isn't the competition for places now. Employers are having to pay through the nose for anybody. And so many people have shifted into higher tax brackets. They pay more tax as a result. And they're no better off in real terms. So the different political parties, the main political parties, have vastly differing attitudes towards tax. National says that they will adjust tax brackets for inflation and that they will unwind 
the following taxes, the regional fuel tax in Auckland, the light rail tax for Auckland, the 10-year Brightline test extension, the tenant tax removing interest deductibility, the car tax, the ute tax, the jobs tax, which targets employees and businesses to subsidise unemployment benefits. So they're going to unwind all of that. ACT is the simplest. (laughs) ACT says... Anyone up to $70,000 will pay 17.5%. Anybody above $70,000 will pay 28%. Really simple. Two tax brackets. Uh, They said by 23-24, the tax burden on the average New Zealander will be 1,236 per year lower under Act than Labour. They will deliver a tax cut for every single earner. The Greens, they also like a, a wealth tax. They'll introduce a new tax on individuals' net wealth over a million dollars. Anyone who has wealth more than a million, not including mortgages and other debt, would be asked to pay, asked, my ass, they'd be mandated, legislated, to pay a small annual contribution to fund stronger social support for all New Zealanders, and this would apply only to the wealthiest 6% of New Zealanders. And they'd update progressive income tax, and they'd close tax loopholes and minimise tax avoidance by taxing big digital giants such as Facebook and Amazon. So there we go, vastly different views on tax. Interesting that other countries have got rid of the wealth tax. They don't see it serves a purpose. However, in the wake of COVID and the costs of the pandemic, experts, public officials are now re-looking at the wealth tax, thinking, hmm. It's going to cost us an absolute fortune to pay for the measures we took to combat COVID. Perhaps we can have a look at the wealthy and they can help rebuild the countries in which they live. At the moment, it's only a let's have a hooey about this, let's have a chat about this. There is no official move to reinstate a wealth tax but I'd love to hear from those of you who have looked at this, who have who have lived overseas, who have paid taxes all your life under varying different governments. You know, I think Muldoon's government was the most punitive in terms of high income earners. What works and and what works for everybody, not just for me, not just for you, but what works for everybody? I have to say over the recent year uh, recent yeah, years, I've I've started to resent paying as much tax as I do. Before, I didn't mind it at all. Having been someone who was on a low wage, I was never on a benefit, but I had been on a low wage. I'd been a single mum. The fact that I could pay more in tax meant that I was doing better. And I didn't mind redistributing at all because I could see where it was going. Now, not so much. When you see the waste of money, that really rips my nighty. And that makes me resentful. And I don't like feeling like that. I'm proud of earning my keep in society. I'm proud of working extra jobs, earning extra money, paying extra taxes. Or at least I used to be. So what's fair... And what ensures we all have the best chance of success 
and the best chance of thriving in what really is a beautiful country. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.